Hello, this is episode 335 where we're chatting about what to focus on and what not to focus on when you're a beginner on keto so you don't waste your time, energy, or money. Our guest today is Allie Miller, who's a registered dietitian, certified diabetes educator, certified weight management specialist, and therapeutic lifestyle healthcare practitioner. Allie developed her food as medicine approach to disease management through her background in natural food preparation and degree in nutritional sciences from Bastyr University, a renowned leader in naturopathic and functional medicine. The diverse medical rotations available in the Houston Medical Center drew Allie to Texas, where she implemented clinical treatment plans provided in some of the top hospitals in the country. Allie has combined the strengths of both naturopathic and allopathic fields, practicing functional medicine that is guided by nature yet grounded in clinical scientific discovery. If you have questions about today's content, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and ask me. You can catch up on previous podcast episodes and notes from today's show by going to ketodietpodcast.com and you can follow Allie by going to naturallynourishedrd.com or following her on Instagram, Allie Miller RD. Okay, let's do this thing. Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel. You're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've created a free guide with tips on how to start keto and maintain your fat-fueled life. Grab it at healthfulpursuit.com slash free as a little thank you for listening to the show. Hey, Allie, how are you? Oh, I'm doing awesome. How are you doing, Leanne? I'm so good. Thanks for coming on the show today. Good, good. Cool. Okay, so our focus today is um, wanting to set everyone up for success as they embark on keto as a woman. And there are seven things that I think that every woman struggles with as they are approaching the ketogenic diet, or maybe they've been doing it for a little bit and they're feeling like they're struggling. So I wanted to pick your brain because you know all the things about this. (laughs) Starting off with the first struggle that many women face, and that is fat digestion or overall digestive issues. Yeah. And I mean, I get almost on the daily, can I do keto without a gallbladder? So that kind of all goes in that category, right? So it is quite a dynamic change for most people to start consuming a high fat diet. And the gallbladder, especially for someone that was uh, doing a calorie restricted low fat diet, like many people do when they're trying to lose weight, the gallbladder becomes kind of lazy and starts to create this sludge because it's not working. And the function of bile, which is what the gallbladder holds, is to emulsify emulsify and help with fat absorption. And basically just like soap removes dirt, the emulsification creates nice bowel formation. So it is important to stimulate and work with your liver and gallbladder. So things you might consider is like an apple cider vinegar shot in the morning. Um, Using lemon juice is a really good tool as well. And then if you're dealing with significant impact and you don't have a gallbladder, I highly recommend taking a digestive enzyme that has lipase. That's the type of enzyme that breaks down lipids. And then all also a little bit of ox bile in there to help to compensate for that lack of gallbladder. And that's a huge resolution to deal with if you're having loose urgent stools with the high fat diet. 
Another thing you might switch up is maybe if you're doing pure fats in your liquids right away, swapping that game up because we right away want to go into like the fatty coffees and teas and such. So maybe switching up like your MCT oil to MCT powder, that's going to be less distressing on the digestive system and or playing with eggs in the morning before you go into fasting so your body can kind of calibrate and get adjusted to the higher fat without just spurting that high fat in the system right in the morning. So a couple of things you could kind of adjust there. And then other digestive pieces, like if we're dealing with constipation, we want to make sure we're getting enough fiber from leafy greens. So I love to encourage like two to three cups of leafy greens a day, and then a cultured probiotic rich food like sauerkraut or uh, kombucha water kefir, all of these are great options to inoculate the good bugs that will help with that bowel motility. Amazing. Okay. The second one is keto flu. And I think so yeah. many of us just start to feel like garbage on keto and we don't even know what it is and it's keto flu. And then we push too hard and we end up giving up and we never knew it was keto flu. So can we... <sighs> Bust yeah. it down. <laughs> it's important to say as a disclaimer, you know, it takes like 72 hours for your body to adapt from a carbohydrate diet, generally speaking, if you're not fully fat adapted into making ketones. So if you're just starting keto and you're eating carbs every Saturday um, or every Saturday and Sunday and then trying to go back on Monday, you might have a problem with keto flu chronically because you're never really getting fat adapted. So that's something to consider for sure. Locking and loading. And the reason we have keto flu often deals with electrolyte imbalance. So when you lower carbohydrates in your diet, that has the word hydrate within carbohydrates. So you lose that whooshing of the water immediately. And that's that excitement on the scale that we see. But with water regulation change in the body, we tend to get electrolyte imbalance. So being mindful of sodium and quite liberal with a quality salt that has good minerals, like a Celtic sea salt, Himalayan salt, or the real salt, really important to get those trace minerals and be liberal, like two teaspoons minimum a day, adding that even to your water or to your coffee. I like to do half of an avocado with uh, coarse salt and lemon juice because that adds that potassium as well as that sodium. And then you get a good amount of magnesium in your nuts and seeds and your leafy greens. But magnesium is usually my first go-to supplement intervention. The form of magnesium glycinate is the best neuromuscular if you're dealing with headaches and chronic fatigue and just not able to kick it. Mm, amazing. It is possible to enjoy wine on a ketogenic, low-carb diet, whether you're just trying to eat less sugar or you're doing the full keto thing. Dry Farm Wines is the first wine club to offer zero-sugar wines that don't affect your ketones, made all from small, sustainable farms. They're natural, organic, low in alcohol, zero additives, zero carbs. <gasps> and they taste great. Now you can put together your own box of six or 12 and have them come every month, every three months, however you want to set it up of reds and whites and rosé or sparkling. And when you go to the URL dryfarmwines.com slash KDP, you're going to get an extra bottle of wine in your first order for a penny. Again, that's dryfarmwines.com slash KDP. P for your extra bottle of wine with your first order for a penny. Okay. The third thing is people are told on keto that you'll never be hungry. So they leave <laughs> their house without any food and then they get hungry 
And then they are not eating keto and they go to McDonald's and they get fries because <laughs> they're just so hungry they can't survive. So what are some of your quick tips on easy access foods to keep us eating the fats and, yeah. and keeping us feeling good? Yeah. So I love all of the varieties of nut butter packs that are out now. Great things to like throw in your purse. Also, I love that even this might sound strange, but I love the individual olive oil on its own and I keep salt in my purse <laughs> and I will literally yeah. shoot olive oil with salt. Um, and I think that that's like the most amazing pick me up, but don't worry friends. There's other like chewable real food options as well. <laughs> so doing like a quick um, roll up, I like to take a leafy green, like a collard green with a good quality nitrate-free deli meat um, and a slice of cheese or an aioli and roll that up and then like cut it like little sushi slices. Super easy. And you can keep that on hand for times of need. And I think we often think that everything has to be temperature controlled, but there's so many things. Celery with nut butter, just eating nuts and seeds like macadamia nuts, coconut, uh, little chips of dried coconut. All these things work really well to the level of parm crisps. And we're getting so much more now snacks on the market that work really well in a pinch. And I also never leave home without a quality grass-fed beef jerky stick or the um, Peterson's individually wrapped bacon because that's always oh, a good tool. <laughs> how can you not have that in your purse at all? <laughs> <laughs> that's what like has saved me from so much of my two-year-old meltdowns. It's like, here, child, yeah, have some bacon. bacon. It works every time. <laughs> Amazing motherly tip. Okay, the fourth <laughs> piece is when we get started in keto and I did the same thing, I was like, plants, ugh, carbs. And I just focused on fats. And one mega tip that I wish I would have learned way sooner would have caused a lot less headache is balancing fats and plants. Would you agree? And what are your favorite plants to do that? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, plants are great because you can get a lot of volume. So although you may have more satiety, as you mentioned with the ketogenic diet, we also are kind of natured to want to feel full at times. And so not to the level of discomfort, but to actually get some of that stretch receptor action going on in the gut. And so using like two to three cups of leafy greens is only going to hit you like 50 calories, very moderate to low. And, you know, you're really going to get a huge bang for your buck for satiety there. You're also going to get that magnesium that's going to be very rich in minerals, folate, which is a great nutrient density. And you can get a lot of nutrients in your vegetables, your non-starchy vegetables that support detoxification and hormone balance. So I think it's definitely a balance. And every time you have a vegetable, you totally want to have fat with it. So adding uh, fats like quality olive oil to your salad with an acid actually helps to absorb the nutrients in the greens, adding a ghee or avocado oil to your roasted cauliflower with turmeric is a great way to absorb that bioavailability of the curcuminoids. So foods work in synergy and they're definitely friends. And I think they're both essential pieces of a healthy, balanced keto diet. Yes. Couldn't agree with you more. In these crazy times we're in, stress and anxiety are at an all-time high. You know, I wonder if everyone in every generation has said that. While there are many great natural supplements to support anxiety and stress, the one that's helped me the most is CBD oil. CBD has tons of other benefits as well, such as sleep support, clearing acne, reducing inflammation, and so much more. By now, everyone's heard of CBD oil. While some people swear by it, other people have 
not seeing the results that they were hoping for. And this bums me out big time. That's where Eaton Hemp comes in. Their unfiltered USDA certified organic full spectrum CBD oil is minimally processed and infused in their own hemp seed oil, giving you the full entourage effect, maximum absorption, potency, effectiveness, which means results. Whether you place the tincture under your tongue or use the salve on sore muscles, that's my personal favorite. CBD can and should work for you. And if it's not, you're not using the right product. Not only does Eaton provide one of the cleanest CBD products on the market today, but they pride themselves on transparency. Eaton Hemp is farmer owned and strongly believes in whole plant nutrition. That's why they leave the CBD unfiltered so all the elements of the hemp plant can work in unison. Eaton Hemp is so confident in the results that their CBD will give you that they offer a full 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't satisfied with their product, they're going to refund you with no questions asked. As a special podcast only offer, you can save 25% on all Eaton Hemp products and still get your full money back guarantee. Head on over to eatonhemp.com slash keto diet. Use a code keto diet at checkout. Again, that's eatonhemp.com slash keto diet and use the code keto diet for 25% off. Okay, the fifth thing that beginners struggle with, or just women on keto really, is craving sweets, especially when you first get started. You still got that strong sweet tooth, and you're just like, I just want uh, mine was Swedish fish. I could, I was just like, I want the Swedish fish. Uh, My trick was to just keep eating fat, like just eat fat, (laughs) keep adding fat, and it just goes away. But what are your thoughts? Yeah, so having some nice flavored fat bombs are great. Um, You know, so many good recipes out there using a nut butter, cacao butter, or cacao powder, grass-fed butter, coconut oil, you name it as the fat. And fat bombs in your freezer is a great place. They stay forever. So those are a great go-to. If you're dealing with emotional or physical hunger, I think just using pure coconut oil is a great tool because you're giving your body high-octane fuel. You're getting those MCTs to help to produce ketones to help to give you more satiety. And that breaks that chain of like, is this emotional? Is this a particular flavor or do I just need fuel? Mm -hmm. So that can be a great tool too. Just a straight up spoonful of coconut oil. And I have never seen a client binge on coconut oil where they may with like a nut butter. So that's a little bit more of a slippery slope food. But my third favorite go-to would be a square of dark chocolate with nut butter or toasted coconut butter spread on top with coarse salt that's my go-to for sure. Anytime I'm like around that time of the month and I feel like I've earned it, it's a really good option and still stays very low carb and keto friendly. Yep. That is my go-to as well. The toasted (laughs) coconut butter is essential. Okay. The sixth overwhelm. There's so much stuff coming at you and so many things you think you need to do and how you need to do them. How do we overcome that so that we just don't say enough's enough. I can't do this. I'm out. So I think the most important thing is getting back to connecting with our bodies and journaling is a really important tool of that. So maybe not tracking to the level of like on my fit pal doing macros, maybe journaling and just checking in with how you feel. So that way you can kind of weed out the trends of if you felt more bloated, was there a trend of a particular food you ate too much of? And maybe that's an intolerance and you want to tease that out. Or if you had really awesome killer digestion and an awesome bowel movement, on Wednesday. What did you eat on Tuesday? How can you mimic that again? So journaling and taking both the qualitative experience of your body, including sleep, energy, digestion, 
feelings. And then using that as reflection is the best way to stay connected. And the more connected you are, the more you can help to evolve within your diet decisions without just focusing on rules and doctrine, which can sometimes drive you to disconnect and work the other way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Seventh, final one social situations. We start to get really, really nervous as we embark in treating our body with kindness of eating low carb, high fat and getting a feel for it. And then we go to work and a friend asks us if we want brownies or we want to go for lunch. And then we're like, uh, what do we do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think really being solid in your commitment and I love to incorporate mantra. Like I eat foods that love my body and I eat foods that nourish my body or, you know, I'm eating foods to nourish and heal, uh, at this time. And there's nothing that I want that I can't have. It's a desire thing. And it's a kind of perspective shift of taking out the victim mentality. You're able to empower yourself with your food decisions. So Food should be worked to empower you, not to have power over you. And when you start to feel victimized, that's only going to lead you to want to fall off. I also see on the other end of the spectrum, the wolves in sheepskin when you're losing weight and looking all fly and people are like, are you going to eat like that forever? Uh, So community is super important to have friends in the world of keto that keep you on track and don't put their toe out to trip your progress. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And all of this really is to communicate to you. And everything that I'm hearing is like, we can keep it simple. We don't have to feel lost as we embark on keto. And for those listening who are just like wanting a group of women thriving alongside you and feeling that support, and you want help from Allie, myself, Dr. Nina, and ongoing support and solutions to problems before they run amok and you become so overwhelmed, you just can't handle it. You guys can head on over to happyketobody.com to register for Happy Keto Body. Registration is open until tomorrow, January 17th, 2019 at 11.59 p.m. Pacific. And we both hope to see you inside. Allie, thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. Oh, my pleasure. It's so fun as always. I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Again, you can follow Allie over on her website, naturallynourishedrd.com or on her Instagram, Allie Miller RD. If you're unsure of how to spell all those things, check out the show notes. I will include all the links in there. Next up on the podcast, Sunday, September 26th, I'm chatting with Sarah Gottfried all about hormones. That'll be episode 336. And then Sunday, October 3rd, episode 337, my friend Lois is coming back on the show. If you've been following our epigenetics and DNA series that we've been doing, we're going to keep this going for a couple months because you guys are totally loving this and I am too. We're going to be going through my DNA results. We're going to be going piece by piece through my results. I'm so excited to share this one with you. And if you ended up getting your DNA power results, you ended up going with uh, the DNA power thing and you want to follow along with your results and take notes and really understand what each item means this is the episode you want to mark on your calendar. It'll be Sunday, October 3rd. That's episode 337. I'm so pumped to share this one with you. So we will see you next week for another episode. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. Music for the Keto Diet Podcast provided by Yechi. Follow Jacob on Instagram at Yechi underscore official and on Spotify as Yechi. That's Y-E-C-H-I. 
The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, recipes, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.